everybody, and welcome to We Are Doomed, a Soccer Rangers podcast, where we focus on conventions, cosplay, and nerddom in general. Who are we? I'm Robert. I'm the Red Ranger. I'm Tyler. I'm the Black Ranger. I'm Dane, or Dante. I'm the Blue Ranger. And today, after a two-week hiatus, we're welcoming back somebody very special to the podcast. Why don't you introduce yourself, Mr. Gaffney? Hi, I'm Cole. I'm the Green Ranger. <laughs> I thought you said someone special. Ha, that's what I thought. I was like, someone special. Well, he's okay. a very special guest. I mean, you know, he well, used he to be here all the special. time, and then he's just gone. Hey, I was special. in school. I had reasons. <laughs> and, and hotel internet blows. I tried that one week, and it, it didn't work very well. Give the, give the router a good old punch when you see it in the hallway. <laughs> I couldn't even, I didn't even know where the router was in that place. There was it had no like, router. It had, well, there might have been it. It like the one. Well, of course, there might have been if you had internet access, Cole. No, I know, but I'm like, I, I think there was like one router for the entire friggin' hotel. It's ridiculous. They kept it in the basement, probably. From the way that it was working, it probably was. Ugh, that's unfortunate. Mm. But I'm out of that internet. I have the good internet again. Yay! Well, welcome back, buddy. We've missed you. Now get back to work. It's time for the uh, upcoming conventions. Woohoo! Okay, I get to do my conventions again. Woohoo! Get back to work. All right. Yeah, just make sure you're doing them for the right week. Yeah, because I, I I kind of listened to a little bit of last week, and there was like I think she said the wrong dates. I think uh, it wasn't her. Was it? No, we um. You know, Tyler, why don't why don't you go and tell uh, tell Cole what's been happening? What's been happening? Well, sure we we record this on Thursdays. Oh, it doesn't so go we're... out to. Uh, Sunday or Monday. Okay. So you, start so reading, you, you start reading the ones that are coming up this Friday, Saturday, Sunday, to this it Thursday. It gets kind of late. <laughs> yeah, but by sense. the time this goes up and gets aired, they're already over. So, yeah. I was wondering if we should do it like that. I guess we are now. Sure. That makes things yep. a lot easier. You were wondering like that. that, were you? I was I thinking did. about that. It just didn't make... Uh, but then I changed... I, I decided not to mention it. Because right. we were already started something, sure. but anyways, um, okay. Then starting for the the conventions from the third to the no, not third to the fifth. That's it. Something else. Um, let's see here. Today is the second. Okay, so it's for the tenth, from the tenth until the twelfth. Um, we have starting off. We have anime 2016 in The Hague, Netherlands. Anime Next in Atlantic City, New Jersey. Um, Detsukon in La- uh, Lati, Finland. OMG Con in Ozumboro, Kentucky. Uh, Sasomcon in Kansas City, Missouri. Um, Yetikon in the Blue Mountains, Ontario. Uh, Anime Mini in Greensboro, um, Pennsylvania. I think that's PA. Yeah, PA. Um, LA Cosplay Con in Long Beach, California. I wonder what you do at that con. I don't know. Probably tan. Yeah. It's only a day, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's only one day. June 11th. Uh, Rain, uh, Rain, uh, Rainacon in Rochester, New York. MagmaCon in Pigeon Forge, t- uh, Tennessee. MagmaCon. Hmm. So Team Magma <laughs> from Pokemon. Anyway. Um, Weimakai? Uh, W-I-E dot M-A-I dot K-A-I. Mm. All right. In Florsham and Men, Germany, Yorkshire Cosplay Con in New Yorkshire, UK. Mm-hmm. 
And that is it for that one. And moving over to Comic-Cons. Scrolling down the list. We have Oz Comic-Con in Melbourne, Victoria. Melbourne Vic, Australia, Red Deer Comic and Entertainment Expo in Red Deer, Alberta, Canada, uh, River City Comic Expo in Little Rock, Arkansas, and Kids Con New England in Concord, New Hampshire. And those are the conventions and of all t- of both types, I suppose, for this coming weekend. So have fun, be safe, and of course, as always, follow the 10 rules of con. So, uh, Dane, how many of those conventions are you going to? All of them. I figured well, you could say that. So much yeah, time a, in a plane. <laughs> that, was a lot, that was a lot of conventions listing off. Uh, I don't think I'm going to be hitting up any of the ones you mentioned. Yeah, you just got back from a con, didn't you? I did. I got back from Fanime. And that's in San Jose, right? That is correct. Okay. And you've been, yeah, you've been going to San Jose for a few years. Yeah, I started going to Fanime in 2011 and haven't missed one since. How long has it been going? It's like, it's a fairly old convention, isn't it? I think it is, yeah. Fanime... I want to say it's been going for 10 years? At least. A good Google search (laughs) when I type in Fanime, when started, tells me June 19th, 1994. Really? Whoa. Holy crap. That's surprising. Fanime-Con. It started out as Fanime-Con, I think. Yep, that's correct. Over 20 years. Sheesh. God, it's older than Baka-Con. Now yeah, I inaugurated in 1994, um, and 2013 had 25,000 people. With the t- yeah, June 19th, 1994, with 200 people in the California State University. It's funny how those things start off, just like, oh, I am going to dress up as like a little party, and then it just, you know, grows from there. Yeah, I would say that, I would tell say how many people were there like last year, but 2014 and 2015 doesn't does have the numbers on the wiki. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how I'll be able to find that. Usually the forum usually has it. Yeah, we'll find out later. But anyways, um, so tell us about your fanime. All right. We'll start off with the good things. (laughs) There's a lot of good things. There's no bad things. I'll just say that. Except, oh, you know what? There's one, not really a bad thing, more bad for my friend. Okay, we'll talk about that last then. Okay, okay. So, the good stuff. First. First off, why do you... Yeah, first off, though, why do you like Fanime? Why do I like Fanime? Yeah. It is a beautiful part of San Jose, where it's at, at the San Jose Convention Center. Beautiful park, lots of areas you can do these cool shots with cosplay. There's a forestry area actually right next to the convention center with, like, a river. Uh, I mean, nasty water, but, you know, cameras can't tell the difference. Uh, there's all sorts of stuff you can do, basically. And there's tons of food areas nearby. Um, there's stuff that was featured on Man vs. Food within two blocks. Uh, hotels aren't that expensive. And, you know, yeah, and I just found out. It was uh, 27,000 people last year. Yeah, but just a shit ton of people. And the two main hotels are connected to the convention center. Well, that's handy. So everything's convenient about this convention. Uh, so just breaking it down just day by day. Um, I'll just tell you my highlights of each one. So day zero, when I got in, obviously convention's not starting. But I don't know how many of you know how cheap alcohol is in California. <laughs> so I may have gone overboard and spent like $120, and I literally got like seven bottles of liquor. Oh, Jesus. 120 for seven bottles. 120 probably gets you three, maybe yep. four. In Oregon, close to, three. close to three. Like hard, hard alcohol, yeah. What oh, type yeah. of alcohol did you get? 
Oh, let's see. I got two bottles of Midori. I got this thing called Captain Morgan Cannon Blast, labeled an intensely delicious shot, and it's actually shaped like a cannonball. Oh, yeah, those. Yeah. I got Jack Daniels Tennessee Honey. Ooh, I need Jack. I got uh, non-flavored vodka. So yes, remember enough. Just smear uh, nice. Just smear yeah, just vodka. Uh, yeah, just smear not vodka because I didn't have any vodka like at all. It's all flavored stuff. Mm. And uh, lastly, I got uh, some Fireball, and I can't remember what the other two were. I got, I got, a, I got a lot. I went back on the last day and bought some more. I like some sh- gold Schlager. You get some Jaeger. Oh, yeah. Oh, some gold Schlager. Well, Tyler, you shop for for booze in Canada more than I do. So, <laughs> in general. So, how much do you think that would take? How much that all that would probably cost here? Um, um those are ranging from like. Uh, that sounds like that sounds like two hundred and fifty dollars worth of booze right there. Yeah, that's got that's two hundred to two fifty. Someone would spend for the same amount that I got. Yeah, it's about. It's like. Maybe a little bit more because Americans out. get their booze a bit a lot cheaper than we get our booze. Yeah. Well, everything's everything money wise, everything's cheaper there uh, mm-hmm. compared to here. Uh, just pricing. I don't, I don't think there's a liquor tax either. Uh, we also have taxes here. Yes, we do. Yeah. Here we do. Um, all right. So moving so on. Like it depends where you go because um, we have a liquor board store which is government run and everything's cheaper there. If you go to one of the ones that are private, then everything's more expensive. Oh, a government-run one. Interesting. Yeah, so you can you can go. Yeah, you can go there buy a lot of beer for uh, cheap enough. Um, Alberta's cheaper for beer. <laughs> yeah, well, Alberta has way more privatized stuff, and their privatized stuff is like that's how they compete. They don't really have government-run stuff, so that is all to do with the uh, uh, commercialism of it. Uh, so if some place has cheaper alcohol than other, then they're just making smart business moves that way. So you can get things really cheap that way. Oh, totally. <clears throat> just calls for another road trip. But then they have really expensive like insurance and stuff. Yeah. So because they don't have, they have very little socialism stuff there like we do here. So yeah, fun fun Canadian facts. There, there you go, drinking home. Uh, if you're playing the drinking game at home, that's one right there. Every time they talk about alcohol on this podcast, take a shot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a different option, actually. It actually doesn't. It's probably the first time we've talked about booze in a long time. It's, it's when Cole says, anyways... Um, or some kind of random Canadian fact comes up. Um, I think that's the only real two we have right now. We really need to figure this out. Yeah, we'll think some more. Of, uh, I've got the, I've got two down there, so that's that's enough right now. All right, and uh, so how many of you guys are familiar with Shadow of the Colossus? I am. Me, I, barely. I've only I've only played it a little bit, although everybody tells me it's an amazing game. It is an amazing game. You should definitely get the remastered version for PS3. But I had my friend make me the main character from Shadow of the Colossus. His name's Wander. For Fanime. Okay. So I think it was like day two or something. There's a giant stone snake at the end of the park. And at first glance, it kind of looked like a colossus. So she made me this costume. I had the sword. I had a little mini speaker. And I just blasted Shadow of the Colossus music. I'm trying to climb and hang from this thing and trying to stab it with my sword. Oh, God. I want to see pictures of that. There, yeah, go to my uh, my Facebook. I should be tagged in it. Or go to Stacia's uh, Facebook because I know she took a lot. You should still be able to view her pictures, I think. But yeah, I got a lot of awkward stares because those youngins don't know what game I'm from. <laughs> What's going on with the fandom? That's wrong. That is wrong. Oh well, my god. Thing. That's that's kind of weird because they do have the new one, or like they had like gameplay from the newest one. That's the oh, the Last Guardian. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Finally. Oh god, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. 
<laughs> I'm looking at them right now. Oh, you found them? <laughs> yeah, I found them. Although, t- although they are titled Shadow of the Poop Colossus. <laughs> yeah. The snake kind of looks like a giant turd also. It's not very well detailed. It's kind of looking, looks kind of shitty. <laughs> so from what I heard from one of my friends, apparently that snake has moved all around San Jose because no one wants it in their area. <laughs> I believe it. And you're like, give it to me. Send it up to Oregon. I need that in my backyard so I can slay it on a nightly basis. Oh, hell yes. I'll put LEDs on its eyes and scare my neighbors. Yes. <laughs> nice. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, oh, do you guys know that uh, we basically had TSA for the Fairmont Hotel pool area? What? Yeah, I've heard about that. So I go I go swimming, um, and we're, we're done swimming. It was me and Stacia. We get out of the pool, and uh, I decided to go back an hour later because my friend says, hey, we're doing a big, you know, anime pool party. So I'm like, well, I just got out. But, yeah, sure, I'll go up, but I'm in my normal clothes, so I'm just going to say hi to a few people. So I get up there, and there's hotel staff everywhere, like – and there's the door to get outside, and there's hotel staff right in front. And they're like, you have your room card. I'm like, yeah, it's right here. That's how I normally get through that door. Um, then they proceeded to say, I'm sorry, you can't come into this area unless you're in swim trunks. So they were trying to put that whole thing on lockdown because apparently there was a lot of drinking going on. But apparently swim it was also... Trunks. Yeah, swim trunks. Since I had to be in swimwear. But there's no rule about that. So it was just it was funny. I already swam, but they wouldn't let anyone know because they're kind of t- they're trying to control the party. Because apparently it got really out of hand. Oh jeez. I don't get why swim trunks would be like I don't know. I, just, uh, uh. I don't know. I could have said like, you want to see swim trunks? Start taking my clothes off. Be like, here's some swim trunks. Oh wait, I'm actually not wearing anything under this. Sorry, you guys got to see that. Have a good day. <laughs> like, would that just establish who establishes dominance right there? Uh, I, I don't know. It's kind of. It would. So, it seems kind of weird to me that that they would be trying to like. Oh, you have to be if you're you ha- if you want to come to the pool, you have to be wearing your swim trunks. I'm like, okay. And if there's drinking going on, you think that swimming and drinking would be a bad idea? Yeah. But here's the thing. One of the people called the hotel and said, "Hey, there might be some alcohol. I want to do this little pool party with a lot of gatherings. You know, a lot of people showing up. They're like, it should be okay as long as there's no glass containers. But I guess it ended up being not okay. Well, like I'm thinking, I don't know how just being in swim trunks would stop people from drinking. Like it wouldn't. It, it wouldn't yeah. at all. I don't know why they came up with that rule. That didn't make sense to me. That's, that's what I'm getting past, because I'm like, well, are they trying to prevent people from snuggling alcohol in? Or or is it like the concept of if they're coming there without swim trunks, then theoretically the only other thing to do is drink? It was either that, uh, or they didn't want people smuggling alcohol in, or they just oh, want people there yeah. to actually swim, because there was a lot of people there, so it could have been also a capacity thing. Mm. But yeah. it's hard. it's hard to tell, really. So, I don't know, it it would root out people that are, like, genuinely just going there to swim, and so they would definitely get through, and it would would filter some people out of there uh, who would just want to hang out, I guess. Yeah, I think we had had almost the whole hotel, from what I recall, (laughs) so there should have only been a few people who weren't con-goers. Yeah, but, like, even if you're a con-goer and you want to go swim or something, then you just get a bathing suit and go. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Let's see. Uh, What about there? There was something else about the pool I wanted to say, but I forgot. Oh, yes, the beeping reminded me. Actually, it didn't really. Well, what are you thinking about that? I'm just curious here. So was this the only hotel-related situation that you ran into, or was this a situation like KomoriCon 2009? 
this is the only situation that I ever ran into. Everything else was was good. Okay. But uh, refresh my memory on 2009 because I know that was the Hilton downtown its first year, correct? Yep. Yep, that is correct. Oh, man. Yeah, that, you... yeah, that was the one where the hotel proceeded to go and rip up anything that wasn't nailed to the ground and had extra security brought in to tell people they couldn't wear masks on floors one or two. Yeah, the staff at that hotel were utter shit. They like, were. A lot of people were disrespected. Like, a lot of cosplayers were disrespected. My friend, Bronte, like, staffer was getting up in her face, and, I was, and she told me about that, and I was like, oh, my God, they need to back yeah. off. I actually said I wouldn't go back to KomoriCon after that, and well, sure enough, I went back on that statement, but I didn't go back uh, back when they were at that hotel the following year. Yeah, that hotel, it just went back, but he wasn't happy about it. Like, it sucks when a hotel ruins a convention for somebody. So what that happened often? Was this all just the very first day, or, like, what? Oh, sorry, that was day uh, one that I just mentioned. Uh, day two was snake poop statue. Mm-hmm. Uh, day three, I was actually in a cosplay skit. Oh, for uh, my friend Annika organized she organizes the epic rap battles of anime uh, she does it like I, think, I don't know how many years she's done it at Fanime for but this uh-huh. year it was Orin High School Host Club versus Iwatobi Swim Club <laughs> so funny thing about deal. this it, it went really well like we won best audience award but uh, the funny thing is she reached out to me because she needed to fill a spot someone dropped out of for the Orin High side so she said, hey, Dan, can you do Mori? And I just, I laughed because I cosplayed Mori six years ago, and I didn't fit into the jacket anymore. But she made the cosplays all over, and I got to keep it. So well, I got cool. Mori again. So question about that. How, how, how does that go? Like, do you guys have to come up with a rap? So she did most of the work. Um, some of us just kind of contributed ideas here and there. Um, so it's basically, if you ever watch epic rap battles of history. Oh, yeah. Of course. That. Yeah, it's that. It's exactly yeah. that. That's lyrics changed out. Yeah. Oh, okay. Who's seen the latest one, by the way? <laughs> uh, Jefferson and uh, um, well, I can't remember his name. Uh, it was Douglas. good. I like the beat behind it. it was yeah. Good beat. That was a good yep. one. Uh, Frederick Douglass. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So. The J.R.R. Tolkien and George R.R. Martin were quite good too. Man, I've been posting that one for so long. Like that's. Like, because you'd post in the comments of what you yeah. want to see fight next, and I would just post that one all the time. I had, like, a little sticky note on my computer, and then people would be like, why do you have this sticky note on there? What, what the hell is that? I'm like, oh, that's for Epic Rap Battle, so that I can, like, just copy and paste right in the in the comment section every time I see one of their videos. And, damn, it went up. It was a thing, but I was like, oh, is, does this mean that I'm going to get my, my, my text in, like, comment in one of their videos? Because that's what they do when they have a at the end of the thing, they, a bunch of those pop up. Yeah. Or at the very beginning. <laughs> no, they do it at the end. I've seen it done at the very beginning before, too. You're no, never mind. Thinking... Sorry, I'm thinking Man at Arms. Never mind. Yes, you're thinking Man at Arms. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it wasn't, so I was sad. But <laughs> it's okay. It happened. It's done. Gordon Ramsay versus Julia Child, though, was kind of funny. But anyways, back on topic. There's another drink. Uh, let's see here. What else, what else, what else? Uh, I guess the uh, the last things were the food challenges I did. At food Anime. challenges? Yes. The bowl of ramen. The gigantic bowl of ramen. Okay, so that's what that picture was. Okay. Yep. And it beat me. It beat me. The, the ramen beat me. He looks very what? I, I was very food. food beat Dane? Oh, food my God. Food beat Dane. It was, it was the, the end of the world. 
there's a video station uploaded uh, where I'm just I'm completely zoned out nearing the end of the challenge, and I go to like get a noodle, and right when I bring it to my face, it just drops back in, and I have like this this saddest look on my face, and I look back into the ramen bowl. Wow. Uh, I did the burrito zilla challenge also, which is a gigantic like it goes from the my fingertips um, about four inches past my elbow, um, and it's thicker than the uh, the circumference of my arm. I saw that picture too. Good God! Yeah, it looks like it's like the length of your thigh almost. I pretty much, yeah. Yeah, it's but, like twenty uh, inches. It was a lot of food, and I ate lunch the you know that same day, so I didn't quite get as far as I did the other year. Food beat Dane twice, and we yeah, will never talk was... about this ever again. We will not mention this outside <laughs> the podcast. That was, that that was everyone's watching. Oh, don't worry, don't worry. We'll we'll we'll, we'll edit it out. We'll edit it out in post. We're not we're editing be... it out. All of a sudden, you just upload it instead of like censor for swear words. You just censor while I'm talking. It's like beep 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 beep. So I'm gonna equate that to you being the protagonist, and those are the things that beat you because you gotta get beat eventually, and now you gotta go back, and you're like beat them. Exactly. In your home, in your hometown, you're the strong guy who was eating all the foods, and then you went up to big leads, and then they just crushed you. And this is where you get you build back up, and you go, wait, no montage. It's like the story of every sports anime ever. Exactly. <laughs> they get good, they get beat by a team, and they get good again, and they beat that team. <laughs> yeah, so those, those are now your opponents, your rivals. Uh, a giant burrito and a big bowl of ramen. Ramen. Uh, eat both of them at the same time. Maybe I'm going to stir my ramen with the giant burrito. Oh, my God. And I'm not even going to take the wrapping off. Well, that's just that's just aluminum foil. I, I I think you should do that though. A real man doesn't. He eats the wrapper. He starts just eating wrapper. base metals. <laughs> oh God! I just threw a food inside my own mouth a little bit. <laughs> oh wow! I just I don't even know what to say right now. Just the world is coming to an end. Food beat Dane. <laughs> don't worry, Dane will train harder and become better. Beep beep Dane. Faster, harder, if you, And if we bleep that out, it's all all, the, all you just said was bleep bleep Dane. <laughs> I'm gonna. I can't gonna believe bleep, bleep, Dane? bleep Dane. Let's bleep bleep Dane right now. <laughs> so you guys, I need you guys. I need you guys to come to Fanime next year. We can't I mean, promise anything. You know, you know why I need you to come to Fanime next year? Why? For this little piece I forgot about. So, day four of anime, when things are winding down, I did this last year and did it again. Went to a place called Raging Waters. Oh! How many of you have seen Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? Yes! Yeah? No. The water park in that movie they call Waterloos is actually Raging Waters in San Dimas. And I went to the Raging Waters in San Jose. Huh. It is awesome! We're doing the shit, Blue. We're doing this do shit. We've got to do it. Dude, there was a slide. Like one of the last slides I went down. Like, it goes, like, down and then up and then down and up, you know? I launched myself. I was in the air, which is kind of scary with a tube that's only half open. So, launch, so I, like, launch. I'm in the air for, like, a full second. Thud back down. Launch, thud, and then splash into water. That sounds like they have... Um in Wisconsin Dells, uh, they got a lot of water parks there. Uh, there's a ride that's called the Anaconda that literally is you go up and down. Like it, it'll, it's got tracks in it, so you go in the, your pontoon and then you go down the water slide and then it pulls you back up the water slide and you go down the water slide again and it just does that. So it's like 
a roller coaster water slide hybrid? Yeah. No. I, I want to ride it. I, I want to go on all the water parks. I, I, do, you think, I, do you think Dane would have fun at the Edmonton water park? Uh, I don't know. I've never been to the Edmonton water park. Oh, yeah. You can't swim. You can't swim? You don't need to swim to go to a water park, though. True. Um, you kind of do if it drops you into a big pool of water. No. No, because everything's... They can stand and like all that. Yes, you have. You we went. When, didn't didn't you go? Oh no, you went to the, you went to the um, to, I, the, to the theme park instead for because we went there grade ten. Remember? I I I don't know what what for, are you for in, band into Edmonton. Like what yeah. theme parks in Edmonton? They have a well, mall. That's like about mall, it. At the Edmonton mall. Oh, yes. that's yeah. no, that's not really it. No. That place is shitty. How about that? How about that? Can you it, dog paddle? Oh yeah. Yes, no, like okay. I've you, I've you gone to the water park there. Park. I meant I, I meant the water park there, Tyler. It's that's not a very good water park. Yeah, it's okay. Okay, so I've I've been to a fair bit of water parks, and like I said, go, Wisconsin Dells has a ton of water parks. I don't know why they just they they're that there's a big wet area for some reason, and it, it just like sputters a whole bunch. They got like a big ass water park there. They've got a go kart park there. Um... God, where's Six Flags? Is Six Flags in that area? It's around there. Maybe oh, yeah, that's one thing I did do last week uh, when I was in Calgary. I went to the Speeders go-kart track. That was cool. 55-kilometer-hour go-karts. So, yeah, cool. No, I've been I've been to a fair bit of water parks and go yeah. down all those rides and everything. You don't, you don't need a swim to go to those. And, and, uh, and Red, 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 Red and Tyler, if you end up coming, though, to Fanime one year and, you, and we do this together, I'm going to put you guys on a ride called Bombs Away. Bombs Away. Sounds like the Cannonball. You keep going up these stairs, up, 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 and then you get put in a capsule that's only leaning back slightly. It's pretty much vertical for the most part. And this capsule closes. Below you is a trap door. And there's a countdown. <laughs> and at zero, the trap door triggers, and you fall straight down. Oh, Man, I see well, pictures I like that. of this. See, I like, I like spinny rides, and I like water slides. Uh, it's technically a water slide. I guess <laughs> it ju- it just takes you about two seconds to get to the slide part. <laughs> I'm not really, really a fan of I'm like dropping. roller coasters or things that like drop. All right. You see, I need All to right. bring Anna down there and put her into that thing just so oh. she can go and do her Isma thing. Oh, oh my oh, god! <laughs> Pull the lever, crunk. Proceed to break some glassware. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, we need to get some of the Seattle people down for that, though. That'd be great if we can get like a that whole group for it. Mm, yeah. No, most people, most people don't like like they go on roller coasters and all that stuff, and they don't like spinning rides. Like, do you guys like spinning rides at all? Depends. If it's spinning in yeah. one direction and you're in like a chair or whatever that spins the opposite direction, no. Like, like the teacups or whatever. Yeah that that could cause me to throw up. It's happened before. I can't oh, wow. do two different directions at once. See, I can do that stuff. I can do that stuff so hardcore. So, so this is this is a little tale. This is uh, we went to Six Flags uh, when I was in marching band, and I would. There were some people that you knew that would try to get that thing spinning as fast as possible. So, we it was my friend Mike, um, God, Mike, Peter, me, and a chaperone. Um, <laughs> And, and so we all jump on the ride, and it, and Mike Mike likes to make that thing spin as fast as possible, and it's so great because you can just you let your arms go, and the centrifugal force just hits you, and then you're just like pushed against the side of the uh, uh, 
teacup and it's it's just oh I've I've never been in one faster than that. And he's just he reefs on it. He's like got that little uh pedestal in the middle that you have to pull to make yourself spin and he just keeps going, going, going. You see him straining to the point where he has to like take a break and let the thing go. And at that point, our chaperone, who is a one of the mothers, uh, who is, yeah, like mother about late, uh, late forties, early fifties, she just goes, okay, my turn. And then she just grabs it and starts riffing on it, <laughs> just going as hard as possible. And that point, we're just like, whoa, okay, well, that's a thing. Let's go. And then we all just grabbed it and just try to spin as fast as possible to the point where I don't think you can get it any faster because you're, yeah, you just can't get a hold of it any quicker to get yourself going. Because, like, by the time you grab it and put enough force on it and push, it's already spun right out of your hands because, oh, God, we were we were spinning. So, yeah, no, that's that's some fun stuff right there. Oh, God. A couple of years ago at Disneyland, uh, Anna and I went over there, and uh, boy, that was, um, we we found out that there actually is a limit to on how fast those things can go, because I was dragging my ass around the outside of the teapot faster, as fast as I was spinning the thing. Yeah, it's like, you can only really get it going so fast, and then yeah. you just don't, the forces just don't line up, like, you just, you can't get it going any faster. Yeah, no, you so. just start spinning yourself, you don't spin the teacup anymore. And yeah, then it starts yeah. becoming unhinged, and then you yeah. fly away. You you take flight. That'd be you great. Tried. So, dude, no, then uh, then I would show up with a giant hammer, and it'd be like out of the Simpsons video game, where I'm trying to hit the teacup. <laughs> but man, I've been to I've been to Six Flags in Wisconsin Dells so much now. I just I know them too well. Oh, like oh, uh, Wisconsin Dells. It has a so it's got the Anaconda. It's got another ride that is uh, it's called the Stingray, and so it's a basically a big half pipe, and so you jump out there on a pontoon and you fall down and then right off the other side and then you kind of come down and then you just half pipe it all the way down uh then there's just a bunch of other slides and then i like the but they also get nice things like the little that lazy lazy uh, creek thing where it's like uh you just sit in a tube and you just kind of go down this lazy rapids creek i like those those are nice we had we had that at the raging waters i went to it's really nice yeah yeah no yeah if i come to fan i'd totally i'd totally go that sounds awesome (laughs) I would enjoy that quite a lot. Well, uh, we got a whole year to plan, so... Uh, yeah, I, uh, only I can afford things. You got this. I believe in you. Ooh, park 15 map. bucks set aside each paycheck? Yeah, you got this. Oh, look at that. And they got, like, a classic pirate area. I'm looking at a park map right now. Sidewinder. Sidewinder's fun. Dragon's Den. Oh, there's the bombs away. Oh. They opened up Drag- Dragon's Den was closed last time, but they opened it this year, and it was so much fun. You basically shoot down, and then you shoot out into this giant teacup-like thing, like a funnel, and you spin around it a few times. Oh, yeah, one of those things, yeah. Um, yeah, I know exactly what it is. Yeah, uh, Wisconsin Dells has one of those, too. They don't call it Dragon's Den. They call it like a, what the hell do they call it? They call it like a twister or something, but it, it literally is just going down like a drain, and then you pop out at the end. So, yeah, that definitely sounds like something you'd like. Yeah, no, I, I totally go through this. Oh, it's called Noah's Ark Water. Oh man, this actually looks—they might be owned by the same people. Because I'm looking at—I looked up uh, Noah's Ark uh, website, which is Noah's Ark. yeah, that's the place in Wisconsin Dells. And then I looked up um, uh, looked up this—the website looks exactly the same. I know, right? Holy shit! It probably is owned by the same people. Now go go to the things to do and then park map and like those are all the rides where it's what oh they call it the time warp that's the spinning one the big they got the wave pool yeah they got 
Yeah, they, we time warp look, look like it's enclosed on top. Hmm. Interesting. So you can't see anything up top. Um, Bermuda Triangle, dude. A lot of these are the same, like just different names. Yeah, I know. See, like you're just talking about them. It's like they all sound really familiar. Oh yeah. Oh. They all they have two wave pools. One's bigger than the other. Quadzilla. Oh, the big Kahuna is like the main one, and like that's where all like everyone tans and everything. I don't, I don't think I've ever been to the other wave one. I think that's like the kid one. Hmm. Dark voyage. Ooh, I like. Yeah, that, that one's just you're in super dark tunnel. Um, where's the anaconda? I don't see it anymore. Oh, they have a surfing wave pool thing, dude. Surfing safari, bumper boats, flash flood. Oh man, where's this Welcome again? To we are doomed. A water park podcast. <laughs> this is in Wisconsin Tells. Where is that in Wisconsin? Yeah, like the the place is called Dells, and it's in Wisconsin. Okay. And there's a bunch of theme parks and such there. So, man, they don't they don't have it anymore. But there was one called the Anaconda, and it was like it would go up and down. Um, oh, Black Anaconda, there it is. The Black Anaconda. Ooh. That's racist. And, and so, like, the whole point of that one is that it goes, like, um, I think at the time they used to call it the the uh, only, uh, I'm going to look it up, it's America's most thrilling water coaster, a co- deadly combination of water slide and roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, it, like, you go up and down. It's just, I don't know, I don't know how to describe it more than that. Yeah, that's, that's still, still sounds fun. Yeah, I know, that, that's crazy that looks exactly the same. Like, it just literally might be the same company that owns it. You even have the thing, do you think a company just owns a bunch of water parks and just opens I, in select areas? You know, probably, I'm going to say. Hmm. Considering Maybe. the way that Six Flags just buys up old theme parks that are going under and just goes and rebrands them and somehow makes them uh, a success, wouldn't surprise me. Also, I've oh, lost my go. ability to talk. This is America's largest water park. Hmm. Interesting. So, yeah. So, yeah, I I, I know exactly what your water park you've been to is like, because I guess I've been to it as well, but in a different location. <laughs> Fucking crazy things we're learning today. Yeah. Well, yeah, this fun stuff at Fanime. Lots of stuff I did outside con, tons of stuff to do during con. Their game hall is pretty huge, too. But, uh, but yeah, that's my, uh, my Fanime experience. What was the the one that you about your friend? Oh yeah, that's right. So he got to us. He was we uh, we met up with him at the uh, food place, and then he told us he was delayed because he was walking by Johnny Rockets. I don't know if it was a homeless person or just some guy was you know on the street corner. Oh God, was he bit by a gypsy too? Well, probably because he stood up, dropped his pants, and walked away. Oh my god, it's my fanime experience all over again. It happened to somebody else. Oh, it happened to you? You got to see somebody's, uh, you know, what's it? <laughs> yes, and I got bit by a gypsy the same night. Also at Johnny Rockets. Oh my god, what is with Johnny Rockets? <laughs> I don't know. I'm never going back, man. I'm never going back. Well, not to that location. Oh my god. Okay, that is just interesting. Just, just don't even ask, man. Just... I'm not going to. We're going to keep moving right along. 
Oh my god, before we do that, guys, mm-hmm. someone's invading my turf at Fanime. I see Ooh. group shots of Power Rangers. <laughs> what is that? There's two blues! <gasps> okay. Well, that's kind of what we have. No, 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 no. You just have the one blue. Second blue's imaginary. Ooh, those are Good. nice costumes. They are nice. Those are definitely... Yep, those are Anakis. Oh, his helmets? Mm-hmm. Those are definitely his helmets. Yeah, and it looks like those are Halu's suits. Hmm. Possibly. Actually, you know no. what? The Blue Rangers look a little more pale. They Halu do. Makes yeah. Suit, Halu makes his suits a little darker than that. Yeah. That might those be an Anakin. shinier, though. Maybe. Those look like the American yeah, cause, yeah, the shiny ones tend to be are definitely Haru, because that, that's where you got your suit from, right, Jim, uh, Dan? Yeah, I got my blue from Halu. Yeah, because his, his suits are tend to be a lot more shiny than, like than uh than Aniki. I know with Halu, his suits uh, or his suits, his suits look more like the actual Japanese like style too. Interesting. Hmm. But yeah, those are actually if you actually look at the Red Ranger's helmet, like if you kind of kind of look at his uh, um, mouthpiece, <clears throat> it doesn't look right. Oh yeah, that's it I doesn't had look right on any of them. With my first Green Ranger helmet, that was a problem. Those are self molds. Oh, those are rogue. those. Those are those are. That's a different mold. Those are not action cast molds. Rogue Power Ranger. There was a guy on eBay. It was like Rogue's Treasure or something, and he made Power Ranger helmets, but they were off a little bit. And from yeah, what I'm seeing, yep, I think that's Rogue's. Okay, because, yeah, you can see the kind of the outline. We'll have Robert stick a picture of this up on the YouTube channel. Um, yeah, you can kind of look at the, the extra ridge that's a re- the mouthpiece is a little bit too angular and bigger, too big in comparison. Because I know Anarchy uses actual action casts from the movies, from the, show, from, the, from the anime. Sorry, not from the anime, from the TV show, sorry. There you go, you got it. Right words. So his are the most accurate that we have. The only one that's a little bit off is my own green because mine is just because the green action cast was never released. Mine is just a resculpting of the Red Rangers. Hmm. I think mine. Uh, my helmet was definitely anarchy. Yeah, yours was anarchy. I recognize it, the style. Yeah, yours is the, was an actual blue replica, if I remember correctly. Though it does need some repairs. All of our helmets need repairs at this point. I wanted to take him to a body shop or something. Maybe. No, First, man. Uh, fiberglass get, doesn't work that way, unfortunately. No, no, no. Um, so what what they would have to do is, like, they'd have to sand it down, and if there is any cracks or something, they have to repaint the whole thing. What do you have that's, like, breaking on it? Is it cracks? Is it chips? Is it? There's a, there's a chip near the top um, where the silver is. Okay. Okay. The chip um, off there. Just some minor scratches. Yeah. yeah. Um, Mine, I know, I I can't get repaired. Mine is just going to end up going into as a showpiece from now on. So, because the problem is, fiberglass will just crack and break over time. Um, it's not a permanent thing. It will deteriorate. So that happens over use. Um, if you want to fix it, you basically have to sand it completely down and like reputty and cast and paint it, which is a lot a of work. Um, to the point of making your own helmet. Yeah. They just, like, keep using it until it has a major break and then buy a new helmet. Yeah, pretty much. Like, when they do that, what what they do is, like, to make a 
a crack in it, they have to basically sand down. Um, they make they sand down a a V into your crack. <laughs> they then they fire glass into that. Do the opposite on the other side. So if you have a crack that's um, let's say like a five inches wide or something, or five inches long, and just like your basic small little crack, it's going to be about an inch to two inches on each side of that. So it's going to be like a four by five inch patch, what they actually have to fix to fix that crack. And then to repaint it, you basically have to paint the whole thing because whatever color you pick isn't going to be the right color and you have to blend uh, blend it over. But since it's just a helmet, such so a small thing, you just basically be repainting the entire thing. I'm um, super lazy. I don't want to invest money in that. It's just what it is. So good. Yeah. Either just buy a new one and if it breaks, it breaks because that's kind of really hard to fix or I don't get into fiberglassing. Kind of about it. Repaint the whole helmet. You ever feel like you could repaint a whole helmet? No. Okay. Well then there you go. Uh, so basically I'd say for now is just to get some kind of chip paint and just like kind of blot in any of the chips that you have on there. Um, to get rid of scratches is actually just buff it. Mm-hmm. So go get some, like, buffer, and then just coat it, rub it, and then that will get rid of scratches. Yeah. Uh, so you can fix those pretty easy. All right. So just buff and shine your helmet, and it'll it'll get rid of any of those scratches because it'll just, the wax will fill those in and kind of create a clear coat, and then you won't see them anymore. So, yeah. All right, cool. That's, that's some uh, helmet maintenance talk right there. Yeah. So should we continue on with the uh, rest of the show? Yeah, I'm I'm done with anime right now. <laughs> so that's it. All, yeah, all, all in right. all, now it's all time. in all, fun time. All in all, fun time. <laughs> Highly recommend it. Okay. All right. So we kind of skipped over fandom of the week this week. Well, okay. Um, Where's uh, the band? Uh, let's 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 bring up the band. Literally, go get a shovel. Get them. Go 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 go. I thought they could dig. Ah, they're lazy. Okay, hold on a second. Where'd you put the shovel? This is hard uh, to find in a void. Oh, that's right. We're in a void. We don't have shovels here. Well, ah. I don't even have hands. Quick, use Dane's face. It's so perfect, the ground will just walk away from him. <laughs> hey, go. Do it. Use ground smash. Smash ground with face. Dane smash ground. Ground smash super. Dane. It was super effective. Okay, well, with the ground out of the way, oh, the I, think he hit can... the, I think he hit the cello. What? What? No. Get... Yeah, there's a head print of Dane in the cello. Well, what do we? We can't do anything now. We we got to end the podcast. So good job. Way Bye, go. everyone. Bye. So uh, that was a podcast. Um, <laughs> no, it's fine. They'll they'll do without. It's just gonna be out of tune. Uh, but they're set up now. So let's go. Uh, one, two, one, two. Three. Ah, it's time for Tyler's Anime Corner. Now, in Tyler's Anime Corner, once a week, I, Tyler, ask a question about anime, and my friends come up with an anime to fit that question. Sometimes it's funny, sometimes it's scary, sometimes it's just plain weird. But what it always is, is very enlightening. This week's question is, what's your superpower? Let's see what anime my friends came up with in this week's Tyler's Anime Corner. Okay. So, what's your superpower? Do we have things? Oh, Rob, that's a great one. Sure. <laughs> oh God. Who do you want to go first, uh, Tyler? Tyler. Um. Hmm. I'm just gonna. St- I'm gonna start it off. Okay. I'm going to start it off because 
I feel like this is one, this kind of thing where it's this kind of question where it's superpowers, which are very common in animes. Um, I'm probably going to bring this question back more than once, um, along with like kind of any spirit energy or big weapons, because those that's the trifecta of anime. So um, I'm just going to start off with one that I'm currently, it's airing, currently airing and watching, um, called Baku no Hero Academia. Okay, I've never heard of this. Currently airing, and you just haven't really watched any anime. Um, now, it is in a world where there's tons of superheroes to the point that actually everybody has a superpower. They call them quirks. Where it's like people are just slowly evolving, and so about eighty percent of humanity possess various abilities. Um, My Hero Academia. <laughs> yes, um, and it's so everyone just has some kind of super. Some of them are really weak and not or very pointless. So like there could be I can I can just warm things up. And it's just like well that's like can you make them super hot? No, I just don't need to use a microwave basically. Uh, so or make small things levitate. That's the gist of it. But then with this, that means there are tons of superheroes to the point where there is actually a school where you can go to be trained to be a superhero because it is just a job. So this sounds a lot like um, Sky High, like that the movie. I can't remember. Man, that was a movie or yeah, that's a movie. I think it was a movie and a comic book. A was it a Disney movie? Yeah, yeah well, we'll it was during that dark period. Yeah, it was, it was pretty good. Movie. I liked that. I liked it. It was huh. okay. It wasn't so, the bad. 2005. Okay. That's what that, when that came out, Sky High. Um, the story wasn't bad. It's just really low production value. Oh, totally. There were tons of movies like that during that time, though. That was just a thing. Uh, yeah. So. Pump them out. Yep. Um, so, so here, My Hero Academy, um, it's my bones. It's got a really um, cel-shady art style, I guess. Yeah, pretty cell shady yeah. the way yeah, it is. Yeah, bones. Oh yeah, it's by yeah, bones. I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch that tonight now. There you go. It's it's airing right now. They've got maybe nine episodes out. Um, so it's probably simulcasting on Crunchyroll if you have Crunchyroll. Uh, yeah, and so it's following. I don't want to destroy the plot, but like it's the main character didn't have a power, and now he does have a power, and it's him basically going to school, a uh, hero academy school, to, without a power. <laughs> no, with a power. He's got a power now. Okay, because I'm because I'm just kind of pulled it up on, on wiki here, and apparently he's like, his dream is to, like all superpowers are known as quirks or something. Yes, I, I said this already. If you were yeah. listening, yeah, and he didn't have he doesn't have one. He doesn't have a, a quirk, and even though he's been bullied, and he still wants to be a hero. Yep. And yeah. Okay. So that's that's what it is. It's uh, your kind of high school life coming of age, but with super with superpowers. <laughs> And by Bones, it's written, it's written well, looks really pretty, uh, and so I'm enjoying it. So yeah, that's my my uh, anime that I want to say. I'm not going to say superpower yet. I'm going to leave that for next time I bring up this question, what superpower I want, because I'll relate it more to that. In this one, I don't know, they've, they've got interesting superpowers in them. Um, like there's one that's a person that's just completely invisible. There's another person that... Uh, touches things and can make them levitate. Uh, there's another guy that like kind of sweats nitroglycerin and can make explosions in his palm. Um, and then there's the main like superhero called Almighty, who's just super strong and badass. And he's like a beacon of hope. Uh, and so, yeah, there's a lot of interesting characters and 
character character design. Lots of good character design. And that's just really appealing to me. So, and they only just came out with villains in this the last episode on Saturday. So I'm starting to see villains, and it's just like, ooh, what what's gonna go with that stuff? So, is this bones? Is it the guy kind of a has a serious tone to it a little bit at least or is it all just like go oh, villains joke 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 not really serious um no it's got that okay. serious note like the serious point of it is that it's a uh, like the main character who was bullied and didn't have a quirk is now fighting to be a hero even though he didn't have an ability so it's like it, it's got some seriousness to it mm-hmm. um, cool, cool so it's a good balance it's like i wouldn't call it a super funny anime like it's got comedy in it but it's also got action in it and fighting and thought so it's just like, yeah, it's just Bones. So, like, there's other animes by Bones that are, I'd say are more serious than this. The uh, from, from the looks of it, sorry, the uh, manga for this started in 2014. It's got nine volumes. Yep. So. Plus a secondary called My Hero Academy Smash. Like, man, I could probably relate this to, like, it's only so many episodes in, so it hasn't gotten super serious. Um, but it might, because I'm kind of getting like a... Um, Death, uh, Soul Eater vibe from it, but not actually probably less weird than Soul Eater. So it's like more in the realm of like it's only like nine episodes in. So I feel like it's there's more seriousness that could go, but it's also I don't know. It's just it's all it's all around. It's it's in the medium. Got to wait for more to see more. So yeah, go watch it though. I'm enjoying it. It's good. Yeah. Mm. Any thoughts on that? Nothing. Yes. No. The no thought I have is I'm gonna open up this tab here. Gonna go to crunchyroll.com. I'm gonna type in frickin' Academia, Mamacita. <laughs> and then and apparently, it. and apparently, I'm gonna watch Yu-Gi-Oh! GX because that's what came up. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? That's funny. okay. Type in hero, and Korean dramas just came up. <laughs> apparently, it's not on Crunchyroll. Yes, it I, is. Boku, B O K U, no hero. Whoa, whoa! I've been told not to watch anything that starts with Boku. No. <laughs> <laughs> Are you pulling our leg with this Hero Academy thing? He's not. I've no actually man. no man. Just trust me. Okay, Boku no, Boku no what? Hero sexual harassment. Um, it's not coming up. Hmm. Weird. Maybe it isn't on there. I think it would be, because the the joke one is the is it actually no that's another one entirely. There's is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? That's what came up. Okay. Here. Maybe it's Funimation or oh, it might be on Funimation. Oh shit! I think I've seen parts of this. Was yeah. there a scene? Was there a scene where like everything no. was kind of engulfed in fire, and this kid had to do something, and he ran toward this monster? Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit! That scene was so badass. That's what it's from, dude. It's kind of cell shady and so, you're like here I'll uh Oh, that's amazing. Oh, it came up in the, it, my hero it came up it comes up in the Crunchyroll hero t- uh news feed, but I guess it just doesn't come up in the rest of it. I don't know. All right, I'm going to tor- I'm I mean, I'm going to watch it legally. <laughs> so, okay, who do you want to go next to? Um, well, since you asked Cole. Okay, I'll pick mine. Um, but this time I'm not going to mention... I'm not going to pick something from, like, One Piece. I'm not going to pick something from, like, Alchemy from the from the, uh, Full Metal Alchemist. I'm going to go... better not. I'm going to 
I'm going to go with something that I haven't met, really mentioned before. I'm going Naruto for this. And I've because I think I've always thought that Chakra itself would be a kind of cool thing and, and centering around like Sanjutsu like Gara. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like just having the power to like having the control of that would be kind of cool, I think. To control sand. Mm-hmm. So if it ever gets in your snatch, you'll be able to get it out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think I need to go and change mine, you know. Just based on that sentence, that would be uh, that'd be awesome. This would be the third time you've changed it. Then you're like, oh, that sounds good. Oh no, that sounds good too. Oh dang. What can I say? I love superpowers. There's a lot of them. This is why I'm going to bring this question back. Yeah, this is the one I picky for this round. Are you tired, Cole? Falling asleep? Sorry, I was just in the middle of a yawn. Just as soon as I started you, talking, I started yawning. You need to take a nap? <laughs> no, I don't need to take a nap. Okay. Even though I was up early go for, talk. for go, a meeting. Go talk. Talk. Go. But no, but yeah, I've always kind of thought that the powers for for Gara were really kind of interesting because I guess it can be very, what's the word, um, versatile. Because you can, like, of course, like, the way he does it, he uses, like, he controls the density of the sand, causing, like, and making weapons from it and stuff like that. So I always thought that'd be kind of interesting. And of course, being able to fly, <laughs> kind of just float around on a sand platform, I think would be kind of cool. But okay. yeah, that's that's my kind of thing. Mine went really, really fast, and everybody knows what Naruto is. So, essentially, anybody who's paid any attention to anime, even if they've hated it, knows what Naruto is. Hey, Naruto still has a special spot in, in a lot of people's hearts. Oh, I can agree with that. I don't know if you've been watching Naruto now. He oh, is. we don't talk. No, 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 no. We don't talk about that shit. The shit where they finished the series in two episodes, uh, and they decided to go into a year-long filler arc. Oh my god! <laughs> Sorry, you 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 cut off for me right as you said. That shit where they. <laughs> no, no, that was a censored. That was a censored moment, Cole. Uh, it should be censored. Now the shit where they went into a year-long filler arc when they could have wrapped up the entire series in two more episodes. Oh, probably. But then again, I haven't watched Naruto in about three years. Hmm. I'm really, really far behind. But whatever. I don't know. Go watch more stuff. Go watch Hero Academy. I still need to finish the newest Yu-Gi-Oh! I'm already watching the first episode of Hero Academy right now. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. But yeah, um, that's me. Who wants to who? Tyler or... Uh, so me? Tyler, Should Rob? I, I could no, go so, next. No, 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 Tyler. Uh, Tyler, do you want Rob or Dane to go next? Hmm. I'm going to let Dane uh, watch some more Hero Academy. No, I'm good. I can go. It's fine if you want me to. Okay, because I was going to get uh, Rob to start talking so you can like watch some oh, more. Okay, let's get Rob start talking then. Okay, Rob, go start talking. All right. So I'm going to feel like a troll even bringing this up again, considering the last time I brought it up, everybody's eyebrows went through the roof. But uh, do you guys remember when I brought up a little show called Bobo Bo 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 Bo? Oh, for fuck. Oh, for fuck. Bo Ah, oh, dang. Keep go- okay, go ahead. Let's hear it. <laughs> Bo repeated. Yes. <laughs> that would be a much better show title. Oh, yeah, just like no, a, but- or a bow with like a uh, exponent on the top corner there. Mm. See, oh, I just think it needs to be like Bo Infinity. No. Oh, 
We we should just start making our own animes. We could do yeah. it. Great naming over here. Yeah. Okay. What about it? Well, just thinking about animes and superpowers, how could I not go to the ultimate superpower packed show of Japan? Bo 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 bo. There's a I lot of, name of. I can name about six. I I don't know. I'm sure Tyler can name about six more that were that are more examples of superpowers. But okay. Like My Hero Academy. Yeah, sure. Exactly. Plug 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 plug. plug, 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 plug. But anyway, yeah, so Rob. I'm repeating me a bunch. No, I guess not. Okay, uh, go, Rob. Yeah, I I'm on the Bobopedia, which apparently is a thing. And just looking through all of the attacks that these various characters have had, Bobo Bo by himself in 70-some episodes, there's... Hold on. I can't find the bottom of this. He had 400 individually named attacks, 300 of which are completely different from each other. Character Gasser with the super fist of the back wind has another 80. Don Patch. Just, we don't want to talk about Don Patch and all of his abilities. Soften, the... Pooh-headed man. Even more. Just every show. More superpowers. More abilities. It's like, no, I, I, I don't want to just have, like, a singular superpower. Me. I want the super fist of something. Because apparently that's a thing. And it's awesome. I stopped listening, and now I'm just looking up Bo-Bo-Bo-Bo-Bo-Bo-Bo cosplays. <sighs> God dang. Just look at all of them. It's just a what, silly show. It's so wrong. You need Thomas fist, dude. Was that Dane in the distance there? Sorry. I <laughs> ran a 5K, and now I'm back. Ran 5K. You need Thomas power. <laughs> yeah, no. I was thinking about the uh, One Punch Man, because that would be also one with a bunch of superheroes in it. I'll probably say that one next time. Don't worry about it. Don't worry yeah, about it. Yeah, I thought that one was too much of a giveaway, so I avoided that. Oh. I don't know, but it is a giveaway. No one, no one picked it. I guess. Next time. Next time. So... Maybe I should say what kind of power I'd want from this. What kind of power do they yeah, have? Yeah, do it. That's what you, you should do. It. You should tell us what kind of power. What kind of power do I want as a person, or just a from non a not from the anime, but a non-spoilerish kind of power? <laughs> okay. Hmm. I'm trying to think hard. None of them really resonated with me yet, though. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing really resonated with me because I'm, I'm thinking about all their powers and the gravity one's kind of cool if she floats. Um. Yeah. I guess. Floating, getting around. Oh, wait, no, there's a really strong guy who is, like, half of his body is chilling, and half of his body, like, half of his body can basically lower temperatures, and the other half of his body can raise temperatures. So he can, like, freeze things, but then burn things. By, Dude, like, he can keep it to, like, a comfortable 71 degrees. He can. Constantly. He, he looks, a, he, well, he doesn't look a comfortable 71 degrees. He looks... Like, yeah, he looks uncomfortable. Looks like he somehow damaged himself when he learned how to use his powers. But he looks super powerful and, like, I don't know, that'd be, that'd be a cool, strong skill to have. I'm going to go with that one for Baka no Hero Academia is that guy who has the uh, hot and cold powers. Yeah. Right. yeah. Cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like having having the power to free shit and versus having the power to heat stuff up. So you're like an X-Men with two powers. Yes. He he basically has like two powers. He he's like most people would just have like fire or ice, but you know he's got both, which is pretty pretty strong. So I don't know. No one I never see like I think teleportation would be a really cool power, but I never really see it out of night like Nightcrawler is the only one who I ever see teleport. So there was some weird stuff with Nightcrawler in the new movie. Have any of you guys seen it? Yep. Yeah. Um. So like I didn't know he needed like 
when he teleports, he's actually still traveling, like like yeah. linear, right? Yeah, he's he basically he transports to another dimension, travels through that dimension, and then pops back to ours. He just goes through it so quickly that he doesn't see it. Um, but apparently, electric fences are also in that other dimension. Yeah, something about electric fences or something preventing him to transport to through those things. I guess I don't know that that's something else. I, I don't yeah. know that part. There's something about magnetic fields in one of the comics that I read about, and I'm guessing that's what they were implying there, but I'm I'm not sure. So yeah, like you know, it, it it's nice if there's something that can nerf it. If it's like some kind of weird field at a certain radius or something that prevents them from popping through, because uh, then I don't know. That, that, it, it, X-Men and superpowers are always just like a arms race. Where it's just like, what happens when you make a character that's super strong? Well, then you got to eventually make something that can beat that person. Then you got Superman, except they don't have anyone that can beat Superman. Yeah, then you get Superman, who, but then he's got his morals and all that other stuff. And then you got Batman, who keeps beating him. Because uh, Superman's got kryptonite and such. So Batman totally beats Superman all the time. But then you get Saitama. Uh, who is just super strong, but to the point where now he's just become complacent and then no one knows that he's super strong or can beat anyone. He's just always there and no one picks a fight with him because they're like, what a weakling. I would never pick a fight with you. And he goes, oh, okay. So yeah, quiet now. I'm sorry. Can no one hear me? Yeah, I hear you. We can hear you. We've had some connection problems that I'm talking and I worried that no one could hear me or anything that we all just dropped or something. No, we all heard you. We were just being very quiet in this thing. No, okay. I stopped talking, but... So yeah, yeah, you were talking go. about water slides. Yeah, we can talk yeah. about water slides again. Uh, I, want, <laughs> yes. I want the superpower that we can be transported to any water park in the world. <laughs> God, oh. awesome superpower. That, that really is the superpower we all want, isn't it? And call him Water Park Man. Water Park Boy? Or, no, he's got to be something naval. Captain Water Park. Because it's naval. God damn. Aqua Adopted. Aqua Adopted? Yes. Okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, Dane. Me. What, uh, what, what anime did you come up with? I decided to go with One Piece. Mm. Right now, I am powering through One Piece. In four weeks, I've watched over 270 episodes. Oh, dear God. Yeah. I've had a lot of free time on my hands, so I'm trying to get all caught up with One Piece. And I've seen a lot of Devil Fruit users and their powers. Yes. Yes, there is. The one I am most fascinated by, the one that I would want, is the Logia-type power. That gives the guy the ability to transform himself and use lightning. And uh, basically the only thing that could hurt him is things that don't really conduct lightning. So lightning. obviously rubber. Was that, nothing else? What? Was that the god guy? Yeah. Yes. Enero. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to cosplay him. He's so, like, he's an asshole, but God, he has like the best laugh. I mean, all the laughs are supposed to be unique throughout the whole series. And his is just like... Uh, 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 uh. Like, he doesn't give a fuck. This guy, I'm like, I want to be him. I know, <laughs> I know. Yeah. Out of all of them, I, I, that's the guy I wanted to cosplay. Um, yeah, because he, he just, he looks, I don't know, I like the fact that he has, like, the drums going around his back and everything. It's just, like, it's an interesting character design, so. That's so cool, though. I just love the way the show kind of trolled us with that one, because. Oh, yeah. He comes oh, yeah. out, and he's like, 
omnipotent and so powerful. And it's like nothing is going to be able to defeat him. And then Luffy just shows up in front of him. He goes and gets hit with his massive lightning strike. And it's like, huh? Nothing happened. Oh, yeah, like, it doesn't oh, hurt him at God. all. He's literally what, made of rubber. What What I think is like the whole troll at the very end, because he's like his whole epic quest is to go to the great land. And he never, we never actually talk about what that is. And then it's just like he goes on his voyage to the great land, and he's just pointing at the moon. And he's just like, oh, he's he's not actually going to make it to the moon though. So everything, he's just like delusional. I wonder if he comes back in later in the series. Man, I wonder. I, I it's kind of weird because with the Sky Islands, we're all a myth before you get there, and it's just like anyone who's not gotten to the Sky Islands is just like it's a myth. That place doesn't exist. And then they get to the Sky Islands. And it's like a stepping stone to get further down the line. And then after that, everyone knows who the, where the Sky Islands is. It's just a weird breach of knowledge where to get further down those islands, those everyone else who lives in those areas have to know about everything to get there. And then anyone who before doesn't know anything about it. So it's like, think about the people that live in West Blue and East Blue and all that stuff. They are super ignorant about everything because they don't know any of that stuff that's passed uh i guess down the 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 line so that's just kind of i don't know they don't i don't know how how you can really pertain that kind of information across because they keep they have to keep adding stuff island by island through arcs and then those places start becoming common knowledge before and then after so like no one really knew about them because that's how you find out about these islands and places is the crew finding about them and then you learn about these places, and then you learn kind of the whole culture of them, and then you go further down, and then they'll have flashbacks, and then all of a sudden everyone kind of knows about them, and it was kind of common knowledge the further down you get. So, I don't know. Did it? Did that Did that bug anyone else? No? Uh, a little bit. I haven't thought about it too much. I don't, I, don't, I don't think about it too much. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I... I, I... I just think about the flow of information and how that would work, considering just the nature of the world and the way the waterways work. It's, I, I can I can kind of see on how this would happen. I mean, the reality is it's not like they have the Internet or anything like that. Yeah, no, all their information is dropped by a stork. Like Pretty much. Stork or a pelican. But like, uh, <laughs> yes, her laugh. <laughs> That was a character laughing in there, the thing. Okay, okay. But, yes, because, like, Sky Islanders, like, one of them becomes a pirate of, like, the worst generation. So if if the Sky Islands were a myth before, but then there's a pirate who's from the Sky Islands that has wings and such, and it's just like, I don't know. But that's, you can't put too much in it. There's been so many episodes, and it's been going for so long. That stuff just kind of happens where continuity breaks down a little bit so yeah yeah but hey at least the thunder god made it to the moon and met the tanuki did he uh, thunder god gets crushed by gra- like freaking space emptiness blackness he just turns into a tin can no i'm serious in the manga he actually made it to the moon are you serious i'm not even joking man oh my god i can't believe it how is he breathing i don't know i want to know why there's tanuki on mar or uh, on the moon god dang God dang. Yeah. Uh, man, where was I when I started catching up to One Piece? I was way ahead of that. Because I remember it being a show, and it was like, oh, there's a whole lot of episodes. I think it when it had, like, 200 to 300 episodes, somewhere around there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is when I like I started catching up. So I was like, I should watch this show. Uh, and now it is at, like, I think 700 or something. I don't know. It's like, One Piece episodes. 
I'm going to look it up, and I'm going to look up episode 300. What's happening in that episode? Uh, 300, I believe that's the, uh, that's like when the Strong Hat Pirates, uh, or the Straw Hat Pirates, uh, go and declare war on the, uh, on the world government. Oh, yeah, on the government. Yeah. Oh, uh, Water 7? Yes, that's it. Thank you. That's my favorite arc. Same. I'm nowhere fucking close. (laughs) (laughs) Are you at, like, Arlong right now? Like, the Merman? No, um, I'm... I can't remember. I know they're in the Grand Line. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's where I got caught up, because that was about 2007. Oh, you're probably at Alabaster. Alabaster. Maybe. I remember the island that was like... That it that like treats the pirates really well, but they're supposed to, but they kid, but they're actually like drugging them so they can turn them into the government or something like that. I don't know. Oh, yeah. so you're, you're I, I just you're getting are. into. Um, it might be further on. Yeah, but, yeah, because Vivi's about to get introduced. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. It's been such a long time since I've watched it. So hmm. yeah, no, it's it's one of the ones that has just. Yeah, I don't know how you can catch up now. Really, it's it is a daunting task. You need about a month of free time. I think more than a month. Dane, how long have you been watching that for? I've, I've been watching it for about four weeks, and I'm, like I said, 260, 270 episodes up. So that's a month right there. And I, need, not, I need two and a half more months, and I'll be caught up with the series. So there you go. Uh, about a quarter of a year. How many How many episodes are there? 700-something. And they're all and about... And, and One Piece has a very low filler arc. So there's 770, we'll say. 770? Uh, probably. Okay, and how long is each episode? Uh, 21 minutes. But here's the thing. What they're doing in my arc right now, they have a 2 minute and 30 second intro, followed by two oh. more minutes of just recap of the yeah, of Gold uh, Roger. Yeah, three, three, 3.45. Go to like 3.45 on every episode, and you'll basically be hitting kind of halfway through the... You need three, 11 days. Apparently, there's 16,170 minutes. You need 11 days. Oh, yeah, they're up uh, episode 743. Um, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, because they've got the intro... And then they've got, like, a recap of, like, the Gold Rogers thing. And then they have a recap of what's going on in this arc, where they have, like, the map of the world of what's going on. And they got character head places. Uh, yeah, you need 269 hours. And then then they start going into it, because they'll have, like, the uh, title of the episode. So go, like, three, like... 345. I just I go to 345 and that kind of jumps through all that stuff and then I can kind of start. Um actually, they have for this arc, they've stopped putting in an end card like uh end credits. There is no um outro <laughs> song anymore. They just give up. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. It just goes like it goes to be continued and then it goes into next episode. This is what's happening. There is no no uh end music so i don't know what that says for them maybe because they just have such a big entrance of like four minutes so yeah so look forward to that but that's like that's that's a that's a couple episodes away from you Mm. they're at 743 but in any case shall we move on we can oh yeah no i want to stay in my chair if it's okay oh there you go we gotta stay here talk about some one piece some more so moving moving on moving on oh okay 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 so I don't. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try out this new intro. Apparently. Hey, do you like video games, board games, role-playing games, just literally any kind of game you can think of? Well, welcome to the gaming table, where we're gonna talk all about those things and more, ranging from topics to new releases, 
current events, social trends, and old favorites. So if any of those interest you, then let's see what you bring to the table. Yeah, that was nice. I like that. That was good, actually. Yeah. I like that better. I want to hear that later. <laughs> well, it's better than the trap door. I can seal that shut now. Yeah, weld that door shut. It'll be like that door in Evil Dead where the witch comes out and just like, ah. Uh, what are we talking about, Cole? Uh, on now the for the title for the, for this section is once again it's Cole's gaming table. <laughs> not I thought it was not, not Cole's gaming table. Yeah, it was not Cole's gaming table. So Possibly now it's once again it's baby. Cole's game. Maybe whatever. But Maybe anyway, not. this week we're talking about indie games and their huge explosion of them that they've happened in the last couple of years. And what are your favorites? And that's cheating, Tyler. <laughs> it's an indie game, is it not? Uh, okay. Why don't you tell us what it is? But anyway, first off, we're I talking about... Minecraft. Or, yeah, he just typed in Minecraft. Uh, oh, but yeah, we're talking things. about indie games. Because over the last couple of years, like, I'm sure everybody here has know, heard about heard them. It's just indie games that are just exploding. Like, into, like, new IPs that are just, like, these smaller, like, either they're retro style, they're... Style, like, there's a whole bunch of them lately. And, um... I think we'll, we'll start with our guest. Uh, Dane, you go ahead. What's your, what's indie game are you talking about? This indie game is called Limbo. Okay. So it's a cool little side story. Uh, it has a very dark overtones to it, and like a really like a gray filter. You're the silhouette of a kid in a forest, and you just wake up in this forest, and it's super eerie. Okay, and so it, how old is it? Uh, I think like a year, maybe? Maybe two years, a couple years? I'm Limbo? not sure. Limbo's Limbo. got to be like two Limbo. two years now, isn't it? It's an older, not super old, but it's it's. I think it's older. It's it's gotten a little bit old. I'm I'm looking up 2010. Okay, six years. Yeah, Gee, yeah. It felt it felt a while. Is it constantly updated or? No, it's not. Okay, so who you're, made you're, it? You're, you're, oh, let's see who did make that. I'm assuming that Tyler would know since he had the screen open because I'm trying to load it. My internet's being a little bit slow. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I didn't know. I need to know yeah, who play made dead Limbo. Double, even. double eleven and play dead. Double eleven. That sounds very familiar. Yeah, it's basically you just gotta do problem solving in the game to proceed. Uh, some of the stuff time you sensitive. cut off. Oh, can you hear me? Yep. Yeah. All right. You got a side scroll. You gotta basically find your sister. Okay, you're side scrolling through this forest trying to find your sister, and you have to solve some puzzles. There's monsters that come after you. Some of the stuff's time sensitive. And you just gotta make sure you don't die. That's usually a good thing. You, you die, die some pretty bad ways. Trial and error, basically. You die, and then you go back and figure out how not to die the second time. Basically, that's, okay. so that's limbo. Pretty macabre looking. It's yeah. like Mega Man, but less entertaining. Less entertaining than Mega Man? I'm comparing it to Mega Man. <laughs> okay, fair enough. No, hmm. that's a, it's, it's actually in all seriousness, it's a bad comparison. Uh, it's a good game. Uh, it's definitely worth one playthrough. Um, it's not that expensive, so but you can probably beat it. Not be. Yeah, you probably beat it in like two hours though. Yeah. Oh, really? That's I'm gonna actually I'm gonna look up how long to beat. Limbo, how long? Wait. I'm gonna look up Limbo, Limbo. Where's my search go? There's my search. I wonder what's Limbo. So, a combined, it's four hours. So, like, main story is three and a half, main plus extras is four, completionist is six and a half. Uh, but I, I like the combined because then it's just like that's just everything and that's mm. a good medium. So, so, it's four hours. So, yeah, you can get through that game pretty quickly. So, yeah. I'm just trying yeah. to think of what, what other indie games there are. Think about indie games, and I don't know, a lot of them, like, what really defines an indie game nowadays? 
I would say, like, not EA, not, like, those big-name companies. Yeah. A co- like, essentially a self-either one-man or, like, a small team. Like, I, I, would, I would probably count it as, like, Double Fine. Mm, I yeah, always consider yeah. that the highest the highest of indie. That's your, that's your top mark, is Double Fine. So, okay, so Tyler, have you, what was the now. game you picked? What was the game you picked? If Double Fine is it, I could easily just pick, like, Psychonauts. There you go. Well, that would work. Like, would you consider Psychonauts an indie game? Let me take a look. That I would. really was an indie game. I mean, Double Fine has grown into a bit more of a publisher than, you know, it was back then, but that was, like, the breakout game for them. Yeah, kind of. Like, when I... Psychonauts seemed to be... Oh, it's weird. It was supposed to be a breakout game for them, but, like, it's only broken out now. Like, it's it, it's more of like a... Like a it's like a cult game, actually, because it's... The popularity of it kind of skyrocketed after it, like, was its launch date and such. It, it's really weird like that, where it came out and it sort of just kind of did okay. Um, but, like, apparently everyone who played it when it did come out, they had great fond memories of playing it, and it was out there, but it never really sold, like, super well. They made the game... Oh, God, how, how does this go? This is when Xbox was coming out, I believe. So yeah. it was came out for... I believe GameCube and Xbox. Uh, I, uh, if I'm right here, let me. I'm gonna Xbox and PS2. Was it PS2? Did it even it come out on PS2? Yeah, no uh, GameCube release on that one. Are you sure? Yep. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at the information on the Wikipedia. Psychonauts. Okay. Oh yeah, no. Man, okay, maybe I'm crazy. Maybe it didn't come out on GameCube. Uh, I guess not, because it was coming out, and then I believe it almost became like a launch title for Xbox like original Xbox, but then that kind of weirdly fizzled out um, because it was just, I guess it wasn't what people were looking for games at the time. And then it did come out, and then despite Psychonauts earning high critical praise and a number of awards, it was a commercial failure upon its initial release. Yeah, um, okay. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, I'm, re- I'm reading right now, but this, this is what I remember. By the end of the year, the title had shipped fewer than 100,000 copies in North America. Majestico announced its plan to withdraw from a big-budget console gaming market so yeah it, it kind of fizzled out when it actually came out and then it oh man i i, I guess lately the pe- but people who did play it really liked it and so when it came out to um like an hd release on various distributors it hit that nostalgia button of people who did play it and sold tons or else it like 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 the way cult movies are it's a cult video game and people found out about it and really like it and to the point where that they have now in the last year uh said that they're kick uh kickstarting or uh yeah kickstarting a um psychonauts 2 to get funded and so psychonauts 2 did get funded and that's going to come out this game that actually kind of ended on a little bit of a cliffhanger however long when did this game come out psychonauts came out in 2005, I think. 2000. Eh? Oh, no, no, 2005. What am I looking at? What's yeah, I was going to say, oh, Majesco Entertainment went out of business in, like, 2010. Yeah, that's what I see now. It was published by them until 2010. Uh, no, yeah, 2005. So a game that came out over 10 years ago uh, is now getting its sequel, which is... I don't know, is that common? Do games normally sequels come out that far apart? Very rarely, but, I mean, that was the case with Shadow of the Colossus and Ico. Yeah. 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 The Last Guardian's coming out, like, later this year or next year or something. Would the current Doom be considered a second one or would the, or, or a remake? No, Actually, I would consider it... already a, a Doom 3, Cole. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying... But Doom 3 no. came out, like, years ago. Like, what was that, 2008? Oh, I think before that, because I remember that being one of the first games I played when I built my computer out of high school. That was, like, 2006. 
I remember it was like the Radeon cards. They had released the X three hundred and the X eight hundred. Hmm. So it was that era. But any, but in any case, yeah, Doom would be considered a reboot because they're not okay. continuing anything. That's what they're I thought. Any, but yeah, sorry, sorry for that. I just was kind of curious. Um, Robert, do you want to go next? Yeah, well, sure. Why not? Am I done talking about Psychonauts? Well, did, if you're, did, look, I, did I even describe what happens in Psychonauts? I think. Oh, well, go back. We'll go back to Psychonauts. Why would you sorry. ruin it for people? Just tell them to play damn Psychonauts. Oh, but it's, I got. I got to tell at least the basis to get that hook. Yeah, tell it us is, the, <laughs> the basic plot. It is a summer camp for kids who have psychic powers. So these kids go to this summer camp to, well, study and do camp things, um, but also do and make their psychic powers grow, like powers of telekinesis, levitation, invisibility, or pyrokinesis. And then it's your basic third-person action-adventure platforming, jumping around, fighting type of game that you'd refer to anything that came out in like early 2000s late 90s which are my genre of games because damn i love those games that have all that stuff and it's cartoony and it's uh, the hook is that you go into people's minds during the game so some bad stuff happens you got to fix some people so you jump into their mind space and basically it's what are people's brains like? What are their minds like? So you travel a lot of different places because everyone's mind is different. Uh, so one mind could be uh, like the aspects of it or the game mechanics of one person's mind is completely different from another person's mind. And so you're constantly having a new experience in the game and it doesn't become stale. Uh, so that was really nice. So you can go through the game, go through a level, and then you go through another level and be like, oh, this is a completely different experience. It's not the same kind of rinse and repeat. So, yeah, check that out. Good game. Second one's coming out, too, so you can prepare yourself. It's on Steam. Go buy it there. It's on Humble Bundle. You'll probably find it on sale there. Uh, all, all kinds of places. So there. Now I'm done. <laughs> cool. Go play. Yeah. Um, for myself, um, I want to talk about the dar- uh, the darkest dungeon. Now, who here has heard about that? I have From- not. You've not heard of it. Um, Darkest Dungeon is created by Red Hook Studios. It was actually created by two friends that used to work for Backbone Entertainment. Um, it essentially takes Lovecraftian horror, adds in like a stress system, and essentially it. it I don't, it just makes this uh, thing where one mistake will kick your ass. Um, the basis of the story is that you, um, the player inherits like a large estate from a relative who, while seeking fame and fortune by excavating dungeons and catacombs beneath their manor, essentially open unearthed portals to dark dimensions and, re- and released a bunch of horrific and evil creatures into the world. It's a side-scroller uh, roguelike. Really, really... Yeah, and ter- well, and turn based as well. Really, really fun. It, essentially, the 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 system that they use is called the affliction system, and essentially, it's kind of like inspired by like psychologically traumatized heroes and stuff like that, both in like historical effects, um, events and works of fiction, like Hudson from Aliens and the Soldiers from Band of Brothers, that type of thing. Essentially, what it does is like for and the, of course, all your heroes level up. Each time you, you you can get them better uh, gear, better uh, more skills and stuff like that. And of course, and if they get too high level, they'll like they'll get veteran. They'll get like veteran like is is a plateau, and they won't they will, like I'm too good for this to go into a lower level dungeon. 
like that type of thing. And your goal is to clear out the darkest dungeon, which apparently nobody ever, like, essentially it's set up so that no matter if you send a hero in there, even if you complete the level, they'll never come back. So it's essentially a real, it's fully inspired by Lovecraftian horror. And I've always thought it was really, really I, kind of interesting. I don't know where I heard this from. Who, has anyone else talked about this game before? The Darkest Dungeon? Yeah. Oh, I've, 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 I've talked to you, I've talked to you about it, Tyler. Okay, maybe that's where. Oh, I okay. I know of this game. That's interesting. It was it was originally these two guys. They uh, they were they try. It's a it's a Canadian game. Actually, it's actually the, the the company itself is Canadian. When they were trying to get it started up, they used their personal. The these two used their own savings to create the company, the actual studio, and then they tried to get a grant from the Canadian Media Fund, but they were rejected for it. So they launched a Kickstarter. They built and were able to make enough so that it would look kind of interesting and like actual gameplay and stuff like that. In the first two day, uh, they raised seven. Five thousand. They beat um, due to early early marketing. They hit their their funding goal seventy five thousand dollars in two days and hit three hundred and thirteen thousand dollars at the end of their of their Kickstarter with ten thousand backers. They, it's actually been out for a little while. It's actually started. It was released back in uh, February of two thousand fifteen, but that was for early access. They've been slowly updating it and tweaking it for the past year, and they just re- and they released it fully on January nineteenth. 2016. I wouldn't call it Lovecraftian. I call it more gothic than anything. Um, it's directly. It's actually been directly said that they were inspired by Lovecraftian horror. Maybe. And it's been. And everywhere I sit, like you also have you played it? I only have played it. No. Um, then you, if you've ever played it, you would definitely say Lovecraftian. <laughs> okay. I should. I'll, I'll, I'll. You should. You should get it on. Um, on Steam, it's twenty four bucks. Really, really fun. You can lose a lot of time in it. I've lost a couple hours in that game, fairly, hmm. fairly easily. But yeah, that is my indie game. Does anybody else want to talk about anything else, or is we kind of? Uh, well, seeing as there's one person left still, Cole. Oh right, Rob. <laughs> I can't. I sorry. I thought because remember when I we were talking you do about that psychos. a lot. You like forget that there's still someone who has to talk, and then you like go on to the next topic already. <laughs> I'm sorry, Robert. He just forgets me constantly. I I don't even know why I put up with this. What happened to the white girl? She didn't. She was fun. She never forgot me. Who? The white girl. Oh, okay. Um, so what's your indie game, Robert? Okay, mine is one of my favorite and most difficult to beat games of all time. Super Meat Boy. I'm assuming you guys have heard of this? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. All right, all right. <laughs> that's the kind of reaction I expected. <laughs> uh, for anybody that's not familiar with Super Meat Boy, I'm just going to go and read a little bit off of the Wikipedia uh, to give you guys an idea of what's going on here. So, Super Meat Boy is a platform game in which players control a small, dark red, cube-shaped character named Meat Boy who must save his cube-shaped, heavily-bandaged girlfriend, Bandage Girl, from the evil scientist, Dr. Fetus. Are you caught yet? Uh, yeah, I, did, I forgot that that's what the name of the guy was. Yep. Yeah, the game's divided into several chapters, which altogether contain over 300 levels. This thing is one of the most fun and gratifying games you'll ever play, if for no other reason than it is just 
difficult, but it's not unfair. Every time that you die in this game, you know exactly what you did wrong, you acknowledge it, and it gets you right back into it quickly, so you're not frustrating yourself while uh, while you're playing it. This is all split-second timing, uh, old-fashioned, well, old-fashioned with a physics twist platforming. It's just one of the most unique and fun games you'll ever play. It came out in 2010, won a ton of awards. It's had several re-releases, also got kind of a weird production history that I'd encourage people to go and look into a little bit. Uh, originally released on the 360 and uh, the Microsoft Windows Store, it's ended up being released on a whole bunch of other platforms, but that's not originally where it was supposed to be published. I'll uh, I'll leave people to do a little bit of research on that. It's got kind of a kind of an interesting history behind it, but just a great game. It's super cheap these days. It's unlike every hun- uh, humble bundle you'll go and find. There, it's just a great game. Sequel's been announced. Please come out soon. Super Meat Boy Forever. Don't, don't be Duke Nukem. Just, just, just come out now, please. Okay. I just remembered another game. Fez. Yes, Fez. Man, that's, we can just talk about Fez because of like the whole, well, I guess the whole developer thing of like the guy who made it and everything and what happened there and such. Maybe we'll, we'll leave that for another time. Yeah, I yeah. Th- that, I was gonna say that. The funny that's- thing that I actually heard about Fez was the fact that apparently there was one little bit of the level that that took like for, like a whole community working together to figure it out. Huh. Like it was like the dark black portal or something like really? that. Really? For a game like this, huh? For something, I don't know. It was I think it might have been Fez. Might have been something else. But anyway. Well, that's uh, all I got to say. Uh, and the fact that Fez was going to have a sequel, but then the, the guy who made it had a meltdown and then was like, I'm not going to make games anymore. Oh. Yeah, that guy was, that was weird. Isn't meltdown a little bit of an understatement for what happened? He just <sighs> fucking It was up. a meltdown. What do you, what do you ask? I don't know how you describe that. Like, what is a meltdown? <laughs> Nuclear plants meltdown. That's a big thing. So he just kind well, of went. He just went and was like, "No, it no. was a meltdown. It was a little bit more than that." Oh yeah, no, the the guy went nuts. Well, I didn't go like celebrity nuts, like the no, way those no, guys but I, You you've seen the Twitter stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I describe that as a meltdown. Where oh, it, it's definitely a meltdown. I, I'm not really objecting that uh, that statement. It's just this was a meltdown of a very particular type. I mean, he just yeah. went off his nut just because of uh, I guess criticism. Like I don't know if it was I, I don't know because it, it could be the criticism was just that bad, or he put a lot of heart and his soul into his game, and when you hit criticism, then it's just too emotional. Super emotional guy, I guess. Like that would actually explain a lot. Where he put a lot of heart and soul into a game, become really emotional about it that's what happens and then someone says some criticism about it and then he just goes off the handle like he would because he's super emotional about things and presses it and then you get all that and then yeah we'll talk about that another time because that that can be a topic all in itself for sure and on that note thank you so much for joining us once again everybody make sure you check us out on soundcloud Every like and subscription helps us out as creative partners. We'd love it if you check us out on iTunes and help us, or help us out by giving us a five-star review. And if you'd be so kind to leave us a review, we'd love you even more for it. We are on YouTube for all of our multimedia podcasts. And don't forget our new Twitter, at Sakura Rangers, and email, SakuraRangersPodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to go and send us your best puns, because next week Tyler gets to go and read those all off for us. Oh, yeah, that's a thing. And we do have some more fun coming very soon. We have lots of new ideas and can't wait for you to hear and or see them. So we hope you'll join us for all of that. And, of course, we are doomed, updating every Monday. Take care, everyone.
Final thoughts, LOL. I'm glad I know sign language. It's pretty handy. Bye, everyone. Bye. I can't believe I got fired from the calendar factory. All I did was take a day off. Cue the zombie band. We're out. (laughs) 